Hi everyone, just before we jump into the episode, I wanted to let you know about my brand new course at Education Business Club. So it's all about coming up with your big idea for your education business. And I wrote this course because I see that one of the biggest barriers to getting a business going successfully is being really clear on your idea. So who is it that you're serving? What is the problem that you're solving? Why is it a good idea? And knowing whether or not you'll want to stick with the idea long term. So in the course, I teach the 18 reasons why your business ideas will work and won't work and the six key ingredients that you need to make sure that you have a viable idea. You're going to come away from the course being really clear on your new education business idea, whether that's you starting a business for the first time, maybe you're adding another income stream into your existing business, or even maybe you just want to sense check what you've done so far if you've been in business for a few years. It's not a long, onerous course. I didn't want to do that to you but it will provide you with lots of action-focused information that you can just start acting on straight away. You can find the course at educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash training. Thank you so much for listening to that. And here is today's episode. This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley, and I'll be sharing how to start, grow, and scale your education business. A few weeks ago, I posted a photo on my social channels of my mum's kitchen table. It wasn't where Classroom Secrets started, but it's where I started to grow a team. And I wanted to share some stories around our kitchen table journey so that you can look for the lessons in them. So recently, I've looked back on this kitchen table time and I've brought a number of things back into the company where I felt it was a bit better in those days. It was kind of like, um, you know, talking about the good old days. But we really served our customers really well in those times, more fully. And so I brought some things back from the past. Now, Classroom Secrets actually started around mine and Ed's kitchen table. And it was a massive table that was too big for the house. We felt like we should bring it with us from the large apartment that we lived in previously, but I really wish that we hadn't. I lived with a lot of things then that I just didn't need to. I've been on like this huge personal learning journey over the last 10 years, but it had a huge sheet of glass on it on top of it to protect it as well. So I'd often wear fingerless gloves to try and stop the painful numbness traveling up my arms so much and even a fleece as well. But I wasn't that successful to be honest. I used to get pain all on my, my arms. Um, but don't get me wrong, you know, the early days of Classroom Secrets were super exciting, um, even though it doesn't sound that good right now. Um, but they had the difficulties like this as well. And so back in those days, when it was just our kitchen table, I tutored and I did supply at the same time. And I used to really wish for no morning call so that I could work on my baby. Going on supply was essential, obviously. But it felt like I was being pulled away from my baby and my dreams. What I was building. And on the days that I did go on supply, I'd find myself useful things to do for the business while I was out. Like thinking up questions for math resources whenever I had a spare moment. Boredom is really not my friend, you see. Um, So I would turn it into productive time. And on days when I didn't get a call, 
and I had the day to work on Classroom Secrets, I used to hate that I'd have to break off at 2.30, knowing that children would soon be arriving for tutoring. And I love tutoring. And the experience taught me so much that was valuable for building Classroom Secrets. It helped me to transition across year groups. It helped me uh, experiment with progression. It helped me to think about what differentiation meant if we ignore year groups. And I gained a really good understanding of the curriculum through tutoring. But the pull to build my baby was just much stronger and it still felt like this conflict. So all businesses start somewhere and perhaps you, you've you got an office, but I had a kitchen table. And in this day and age, post-COVID, many more people are working from their kitchen tables. So once I started employing staff, we used to meet at my mum's house once a week. And that was mainly because my first employees who lived close enough were my mum and my sister. And my kitchen table was too big for people to actually sit around. And it was in those moments sat around my mum's kitchen table where magic often happened, where we'd share information about what we were doing or we'd get big ideas that would take um, us forward in, in resources or marketing. And gathering around that kitchen table just gave us space to communicate and build the company together. You know, it's different on teams, which is what we use in the company now. You don't get that same feeling. And while we obviously absolutely love remote working, you know, many of the team at Classroom Secrets do still enjoy opportunities to meet up and chat or work in the office to see people. And of course, our away days as well, where we all come together, we all love those. You know, getting back together, uh, getting together back then wasn't all the time either. It was just one morning a week. So that was fine. And through that process, we quickly realized there was a specific type of work to do when we were together because we worked together often and we, we wanted to chat and things. So sometimes it'd be meetings, other times training or sharing information. It certainly wasn't for sitting there and proofreading because it just couldn't be done. But there was a theme about this time together that drove the company forward. And it was that everyone just mucked in. We kept growing the team and new people would come on a Tuesday and they learned a lot from us by just listening to the conversations and learning more about the company. We didn't really have departments at the time, although we did have roles. So everyone just took a piece of the pie. So when we started a live chat facility, we just all mucked in. And we all answered the queries. Now, I wouldn't really want, you know, a resource creator to be interrupted every three minutes at the moment. But at that time, it was so valuable to everyone to experience that. We all really felt part of it. And all the team members had a really good understanding of what our customers wanted and what they needed. So this episode is is a story. It's about my experience. And I've been thinking a lot recently about stories and experience. And that's why I tell you the stories, to show you my experience and so that you can learn from them. Because learning from someone else's experience, do you know that's something that I pay for regularly? For me, someone I buy training or mentoring from has to have walked the walk. They can't just know it from somebody else or something that they read. Um, you know, it's hard to keep track, but I'm sure I've signed up to at least 10 courses and four coaching programs in 2022 so far. 
And then I've got my own experiences on top as well. And what I've learned about experience in business is that the moment you employ someone, the amount of experience you gain begins to ramp up. And then the more people you take on, the more experiences that you will gain faster. And so that's the value that you get really in the training that Ed and I have created at Education Business Club, our experience. There's nothing quite like it. To know that someone understands because they've been there and know how they've figured it out to be better. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking that there's there's a specific area that you need help with and you think that maybe me and Ed can help you with that. And if that's you, just reach out to us on Instagram. Let us know what it is, and we'll see if you can. We'll see if we can help you with our experience because we're all about that. So everyone gathered around my mum's kitchen table, and it was great for skill building and getting to know each other and building the company as well. And we all mucked in, and we understood our customers on a deep level. And then when we got an office, we lost some of that. And as I mentioned before, I've been working hard to get some of what we lost back in place now at Classroom Secrets. But the transition to the office was harder than you'd think. And it certainly felt more formal. People um, moved more into departments. And I suppose in some ways as a serial entrepreneur, I miss the kitchen table days and prefer it over the formality. So don't listen to... (laughs) my voice and the disappointment in my voice and think that formalizing is wrong because it's not wrong it's not wrong it's absolutely right but if I could do it all over again or it's probably better to say when I do it all over again um I'd just be more aware of what I didn't want to lose in the transition because I'd be aware of what I could lose um and I would know as well wouldn't I that the kind of culture shift even though it doesn't happen overnight, it's just not for everyone. And if you read about growing a company from scratch, you'll learn that what you end with is hardly any of the same people that you started with. And that's just perfectly normal part of the journey. So we all mucked in around the kitchen table and it felt like a community fair where we were all involved. And the transition was difficult and getting into our own lanes and concentrating on our superpowers has been really hard for us a team, you know, especially at a more senior level. And that's because we've all been around the longest and we've done it all. But, you know, your business has to mature and it's going to be something that you experience in the future as well if you choose to grow your company. And when that time happens, just know that me and Ed are here to help you with our experience, to get you through um, with understanding what you're going through and help you move through the icky bits more quickly. So I'd love to know what your key takeaways are from this episode about starting your business around a kitchen table. Um, I want to know if I'm actually sharing um, helpful insights, whether the stories are interesting. So why don't you just leave me a review um, on whatever podcast platform you listen to, or you could tag us on Instagram as well, maybe share some of the things that resonated with you. And um, yeah, Gonna see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk.